0: Okay. Kayla got the Okay. Hey you guys, it's Kayla Got the 411. I'm back for another Whopping Wednesday episode. Hello everyone, how are you? I got something to tell you. So guess what? I got my vaccine, y'all. I went on ahead and got the COVID shot, y'all. And I'm on day two, and I'm alive, and I feel fine. <laughs> I have been dreading getting this shot because um, a lot of people who don't know me like that. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a worry wart. I'm very into conspiracies and stuff. I read a lot. I'm a big nerd, and I know for a fact that this whole, court, you know, coronavirus was definitely man-made by scientists, right? I'm still unsure if it was made by any here in the United States or or from another country, right? So I've always been weary of getting of that scene, but The reason why I got it, y'all, is because I'm going to be traveling, um, picking back up traveling. I'm taking my next solo trip to Seattle. My daughter going to her daddy's house for spring break, so I'm going to Seattle, baby. So, um, I want to be safe. You know, my 30th birthday is this year. I'm looking to travel out the country. So, I'm really just, I, I honestly had to be mature as a mother, you know, my daughter needs me, and I needed to be mature and, and make sure I kept, um, keep myself safe. So I went ahead and got it. Y'all had to go all the way downtown Atlanta. all right? Look at me. all it, the. It, I don't live far from downtown. I live like maybe a good 20, like 20 minutes, right? With no traffic. That's no traffic. I had to go to the Mercedes Benz Stadium, Now, when I went to the stadium, and the address said that I didn't know, I actually had to go to like the actual stadium. Y'all, they had the national guard there, they had the police there, they had so many checkpoints. Like, it felt like some Hunger Games stuff. So, after I got the shot and got back in my car, I felt like I felt like anxious. I don't know why. It was a lot for me emotionally. I just couldn't. I'm a very emotional person, (sighs) y'all. it's like the older I get, like, you know, and certain things, like, really can hit me, and it it really hit me, like, wow, like, it was just so many people, all different races and ages, on a two, on a Monday, getting their vaccine, it just hit me, like, wow, like, we really are here, where we are getting a vaccine for COVID, like, they had the National Guard giving out shots, like, this National Guard lady gave me my shot in my arm, and, it was like I was like in awe and I was a little emotional. Um, uh, I don't know if that was a side effect, <laughs> but I got it, I got it, and um, you know, I'll be getting um you know the second dose um in the next two weeks. Now, what I do want people to understand, and this is what I need to understand because I didn't know this, so you still can not even get COVID out even with the vaccine. So if you got the vaccine Both your doses, you can still catch COVID, but apparently the vaccine is supposed to help you from getting, like, severely sick, right? So, I didn't know that. I thought me getting the damn shot was going, I was good. Like, I was good. But apparently, so, you still need to wash your hands. You still need to, you know, keep your distance. You need still need to wear your mask. Still need to practice social distancing to be safe. So, that's my three-minute, Um, you know... (laughs) You know, four one one on you know the COVID vaccine, and you know, I'm not talking. Look, if you don't want to get it, trust me, I understand. But I got it because I'm going to be doing a lot of traveling soon, right? I'm going on the other side of, of the United States in a state that I ain't never been to. Okay, with a whole bunch of white folks. You know what I'm saying? So I want to be safe because you know I just want to be safe. You know what I'm saying? So I got it. So, this week's week, we are going to be talking about um, a very um, particular topic, straight to the point. We're going to be talking about disappointment, right? Disappointment. Um, many of you may um, have experienced a lot of disappointment in your life, where sometimes it may feel like you're working on something, you have something going on, and it never comes through, or some of you may be... The type of people that have the type of disappointment where people in your life have disappointed you a lot, right? Um, for me personally, um, I've dealt with a lot of disappointment in my life when it comes to people letting me down, right? Um, and one part of my transformation, like I went through 2020, was letting go of people, right? letting go of family, letting go of friends, right? Um I felt very disappointed. Um very disappointed um way a lot of things took place in 2020 and it really hurt me very bad. So I'm 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 gonna go ahead and speak very truthfully and honest on my platform. I feel like I'm in a good place to talk about it now, right? And um I, I'm a big believer of this is my platform, and one day I'm going to get to a place in my life where I'm going to be very successful. And when you're very successful, what do people try to do? They try to slander your name. So I'm going to be honest and speak my truth. You know, on my platform, more, more openly, and also like to kind of just vent sometimes you know sometimes you if you don't have um anybody to talk to like have a journal or you know use your notes or your voice notes in your phone to get things out if you don't really have anybody that you can trust or talk to or you can just get on the podcast and tell your business you know and um hopefully that'll touch somebody else inspires somebody else you know so um I've always experienced um a lot of disappointment in people throughout my life right um i think that i i have been very naive to a lot of things throughout my life right even when it came to relationships like my my previous uh not my previous my, my yeah my previous last serious relationship you guys my last serious relationship where i had somebody where i called them a boyfriend was in 2012 y'all It's 2021. 2012 was the last time I had a boyfriend. And I know that's very shocking to many of you. A lot of people always ask me, why am I single? And I'm single by choice because I just want to be careful about the next relationship that I got, that I get in, right? And I have not found anybody all of, I mean, Y'all, can you tell y'all how many niggas I don't dated? Jesus, nobody is special enough for me to like say this is my man. Like to introduce is like this is my man, right? And that relationship disappointed me so much. For one, was because he cheated on me, and and and, and for some odd reason, I I would forgive him thinking he wouldn't do it again. And then he would cheat again. Another chick end up in my DM, DM, um, you know, inbox back then, Facebook. And then you know he'll cry about it, and he, you know, he just kept disappointing me so much. And the way the relationship ended was like when he ended up cheating on me again, right? He 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 decided, oh, he's gonna he's gonna start something else with this side chick, right? And I felt so much disappointment because I felt like. We spent four years together, and we lived together. And, you know, even if we, you know, you didn't want to be with me anymore or you were just tired of being with the same girl, it disappointed me the way he did it, you know. We were like, we were 20 and 21. He got with this young girl that was still in high school. This girl was 15 years old. Like, you can't tell that. That was a charge. His ass should have been in jail. And he allowed this girl to disrespect me. This girl was calling, calling my phone, playing on the phone, playing on my phone. This girl was posting pictures all on social media of them together while he was in a relationship with me. So when, you know, we was living here in Atlanta, he would go back to our hometown. They'd be doing, you know, whatever they were doing. Because apparently he was in a relationship with her. She, 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 he allowed this girl that he only knew for a month or two to disrespect somebody he had been with for four years, and that was the biggest disappointment I've ever felt from a man before, and that did something to me that I, I don't know if I will ever get over it. You know, um, I've definitely, of course, years have gone by, right? Um, I'm a grown woman now. I'm, I'm not a young girl anymore, but. That disappointment hurt me so bad I made a vow to myself that I I don't never want to feel that again. And even with, throughout me dating, you guys, I've been so careful about dating and who I end up with. It's like I'm very picky and choosy on who I even allow myself to, to deal with because I don't want to feel that disappointment. You know, disappointment hurts when you when you hold people to a higher um standard right and they let you down it it can traumatize you and in that situation, of course he wasn't faithful but i I felt like he would have enough respect for me to walk away from the relationship respectfully right I mean he was telling this girl all types of my business, my personal business. Just, just when I look back at it, it's like no, had no respect for me, and that's just not. That's just one of the disappointments I've had in my life. Don't even get me, you know, started on, uh, you know, the disappointment with, with my, um, with my friends. You know, I I, 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 I was, I've always been a great friend, you guys. Always, I was the only child, so. Um, I had a lot of friends, and two of my friends I ended up losing in high school was because I was being a good friend to them like there' two different situations um one friend you know she left left moved out of her dad's house, moved in with her boyfriend, his family allowed it, and as a friend, I'm telling her like I'm telling her as a friend like trying to be there for her like I don't think that's a good idea for you to be moving out and living with your boyfriend. We're young. We're still in school. Like, all types of things can happen. You living with your boyfriend, what you think they doing? Sleeping in the same bed, having sex? You know, so the more I express my concerns to her about her boyfriend and stuff like that, of course, um, me, like many women do, um, they're going to always take, you know, the boyfriend side. had other situations, too, where, tried to inform a, um, a friend about a boyfriend because it was clear that he was cheating on her. And and what bothered me about the situation was when she lost her virginity to him. And she told uh, me and another person at the time that they, they didn't use protection. Now, we in high school and that, and I remember being so upset. Like, this man has been with some of the most of known hoes, known, known hoes, that we know he's dated, and he takes your virginity and don't even use protection. So you know I'm voicing my opinion to this friend, and, and and what did she do? Her boyfriend turned her against me. Both of these situations, you know, I've had friends where you know, um, this was right that era, like in middle school, you know, that peer pressure um, stage where. Your friends start having sex or your friends start doing drugs. I've always been strong minded. Can't nobody make me do shit. Y'all, I'm going to tell you the the K-L-I-M man, a lot of things ain't changed. And I I stress this out to my daughter a lot. I ain't never did shit. I ain't never want to do. You can't talk me into doing nothing that I ain't want to do. I ain't never been a follower. Okay. I've always been the type of person to do me. I I, I want, I don't even know if I should say if I was a leader, I've always done me. If you want to follow, then kudos to you. But I don't live my life in a ter- particular way because I want people to follow me, right? I live my life and I do me. And if you want to follow me because you like the way I move, then cool, right? So I went through that stage where, you know, friends was like smoking you know, smoking weed and cigarettes and I and I would say little things like, Why are you doing that? Like I'm yeah, I'm thirteen, fourteen, like like concerned, like why are you allowing this bad you're mixing yourself up with a bad crowd, allowing you to skip school. You're having sex with sex, right? God knows um, like I was just one of those friends, right? So even if I ain't wanna do it, I would try to like like talk some sense into my friends and, and of course Friendships like that end up falling, you know, um, falling apart. So, and I and I look and what really disappointed me about a lot of my friendships is that the type of friendship I was giving to them, um, nobody gave me that in return. No, they didn't. You know, I was such a good friend that nobody respected respected me. You know, nobody valued my friendship. And just recently, you know. Uh, 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 one of my good closest best friends just suddenly just just stopped talking to me. You know, I, I reached out so many times just to see was she okay, and I didn't even know if I did anything or not. I would just apologize and just apologize because that's always that's always what I've done. I've always apologized for shit that I didn't even do, just to make things better. And what I've learned as an adult, grown adult, is that I shouldn't have to apologize and smooth things over when I know I'm not wrong. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to be the peacemaker. Because that makes people think that what they do is okay when they mistreat you. And I I felt so disappointed because I felt like, my gosh, we've been friends all these years. And you just, A, you act funny towards me. I reach out to you multiple times to say, hey, is everything okay? You give me the cold shoulder, I still text, I still call, and you can't even respect me enough to say, you know, hey, I don't want to be friends with you no more, or you did A, B, Z, D, which, you know, nothing, nothing, and that was a big disappointment for me, because so many times throughout these years, it's like, I look back like, wow, you know what, I was a good friend to this person, and it's been certain times where they've acted funny towards me before. And what did I do? Always brush it off. Always brush it off. And that was a big disappointment to me to know, like, wow, our friendship meant nothing that you would just stop randomly talking to me all these years later that we've been friends. You know, um friends sh- have always been a big disappointment to me. And that is kind of why um I, I I tell people I'm social but I'm not friendly because I got trust issues and I don't allow a lot of people in so I'm social I will laugh with you I go to the bar child I see you at the bar I'm gonna laugh with you if I see you in the bathroom girl we're a Kiki kid up but as far as friendships where oh you' coming to my house I'm coming to your house. That takes a lot of work, right? A lot, a lot of work for me to get there. And it's just based on disappointment. You know, um, when you get disappointed so much, you put a shield up. You can easily put a shield up when you're disappointed so much throughout your life. Because you're like, you know what? I don't want to feel that hurt no more. I don't want to feel that pain no more. And that's perfectly Human, and that's perfectly relatable. Many other people are like that. Some people may think you're cold and you're standoffish, right? They may think something's wrong with you, but they don't know that you've been disappointed throughout your life a lot of times, and you don't want to let nobody in to avoid disappointment. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm I'm very emotional. I'm, I'm just, it's so crazy how sometimes I'm, I'm so good at putting a shell up because I could just go out into the world smiling and happy, but I could be just taking a shower with candles lit and listening to music and like just bawl out crying because all of the disappointment and hurt that I've experienced throughout the years, it just, it all just hits me at once. And I'll, I'll, I'll let out a really good cry and get out that shower and go back into the day like nothing ever happened and push all of that hurt and pain in that box and that box is just gonna sit there and it's gonna it's gonna just randomly just sit there and it's gonna erupt again and i'm gonna you know cry about it and then it's gonna go back down you know that is how my emotions is and how i handle a lot of disappointment but one of my biggest disappointments has definitely been with my um what family um what family? I don't have a big family strong connect like a lot of people and um do I envy that? I do um but the disappointment for my family is that it's been so much shady lying shit throughout the years is that I don't trust none of them. I don't trust none of them, nobody. And just as of recently, I don't even trust my mother. I I found out last year, 2020, was such a hard year for me because I found out some very disturbing shit from my childhood when I was just nine years old. And like I said earlier, when I experience things, I, I have a bad habit of taking things, traumatizing things, Pushing it in the back of my head, and it just sits there till all the it just it just sits there until randomly it explodes. And in this situation, um, I had a family member who, well, pretty much I found that my my mother was on drugs, right? Um, my mother has battled drugs all her life, and you know, one of my cousins, first cousins, you know, she 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 called me a crack baby once, you know, um. And um it and and what's so crazy was that when I was born I had a few health issues with me, right? Health issues that I didn't even know I had until I, I got in my twenties. Um I have a speech development problem. A lot of people don't know that. Um I was going to speech therapy for years, y'all. I stopped going in middle school because I I was embarrassed because my friends kept Wanting to know why this teacher was coming to English class to get Kayla every day at 1 p.m. So, you know, when people make fun of my accent, yes, I am a, a Southern girl. But certain words I cannot pronounce is because I never got the full, you know, speech therapy that I should have got. And it's so crazy. because Look at me. I, I talk for a living. I, I talk for a living. So, So if you battle anything like that, you know... You can conquer it. I'm gonna have me a national talk show one day and I'm and, and, and I'm gonna be able to tell my story with this same speech therapy problem that I used to be embarrassed about. But but back to the story. So um whoops I said. So, you know, um a lot of things that I, I didn't know. And one of the reasons why I had so many, you know, health issues because my mother was on drugs when she was with me she would lie to me and say that you know she was she was she had a hard time smoking cigarettes. She couldn't stop smoking cigarettes, right? Um I have a very I have scoliosis, but it's a different type of scoliosis, right? My spine and my back is literally so jacked up and I guess when I didn't find out that I had this severe issue that apparently the doctors told my mother about but I was a baby. I didn't find out until I was about to have my daughter. And the doctor struggled for 40 minutes trying to give me epidural. You know why? Because the spine in my back was so unaligned. And the doc- uh, it took two, three doctors coming into the room and two nurses all surrounding me. And I'm looking like, wait a minute. Ain't nobody telling me epidural was going to be this damn hard. And that's when they informed me. And then, you know, my my mother tried to slide in like, oh, yeah, the doctor did say something like that about that when you was a baby. You tell me that shit when I'm in my 20s. And it all, you know, the little slick comments that family members would make, oh, you know, she's a crap baby. Everybody knew around, right, but me. And, um, you know, certain things that, you know, families say slick shit about you, it, it, it always stays with you, right? I, I hate fake shit. I hate fake shit. I hate that I care about you and stuff like that when you know you you slick talk and, and talk about your own family member. Nobody expected Kayla to even get this far in life. You know, the odds was always against me. With having a mother that, that was a drug addict and having a dad who, who was a drug supplier, the odds has been against me since I was born. And, you know, just as recently, you know, um, I found out that my mother had been on drugs for years. And what was really disturbing for me and really what pissed me off and really, I was disappointed in myself because I was so naive that I didn't even see the signs. My daughter has been around my mother multiple times, days, a week at a time, for spring breaks. My, you know, those friends that my mother was around, those, they was doing drugs together. And the fact that I had my daughter in the company of a drug addict, possibly seeing things that I saw when I was a child and I didn't even see the fucking signs. I'm so disappointed in myself, right? And and, and, and you may be saying, like, well, because I think it goes back to, you know, when I was a younger girl, you know, I didn't want to believe my mother was a crackhead, you know. My mother would, you know, get off her binges, and she would, my grandma would let her on in, and my mom mom would sleep for a few days, and then she'll steal something and leave, you know, for weeks and days at a time. It was like a, a repeated cycle until she went back in jail. So... I was so naive about that as a little girl, you know. Clearly, the signs was there, but now I'm, I'm damn them wrong woman. You mean to? I was still naive, and what was really crazy is because I found out because um, w- what really bothered me, where where truth really started coming out was that, you know, um, my mom went paying none of her bills, right? She don't, she, she don't have many bills to pay. Where's your money going, right? Got to a point where my I called my daughter. My daughter was visiting, you know what I'm saying? My daughter would love to go, you know, to, to my hometown and visit, right? She would see my mom and she would be able to visit her dad because they live in the same city. And I remember calling my daughter and I remember calling my daughter and my daughter said she was hungry. I said, what you mean, you hung out?" She said it was like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. She said she ain't ate all day. I'm pissed the fuck off. Why the fuck is my child has not eaten and she shouldn't go care? See, when it comes to my child, my child, I don't play about my child against nobody. Nobody will ever become before my children, okay? And my daughter said she been sleeping all day. She had her friends over last night. She been sleeping all day, you know. It got to the point where I had to call um a, a DoorDash to bring food to 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 the to doorstep, right? Cause I I was in Atlanta. I'm two and a half hours away. By the time we get to the second day, and my daughter repeats the same thing. I got in the car and I came and got my child, right? You know. I'm thinking my mother was sick, you guys, the whole time. She's on fucking drugs. I took her, to, y'all. This, this is crazy. Y'all, are, look, giving you the four one one. I picked her up from a different city, brought her to here in Atlanta to a better hospital. They checked her up head to toe, checked her down. Says she just had like a, a normal stomach ache, like some kind of stomach thing that you just take medicine for, right? So I'm I, she's been making it seem like oh she's so sick found out from my aunt that she's been on drugs for years. Everybody knew but me. But it's the way that I found that this was the, this, I found, it was, I didn't find, I found out in a way of, uh, what disappointed me was, it was like, it wasn't like that. I was being told in a concerning matter. I was being told in a messy way. I mean, literally, this is family told me everything my mama said about me, y'all. My mama been talking about me like a dog. She's been lying on me. I mean, just making up. I mean, I, I I was so disappointed because I went from talking to my mother every day. I had no intentions that... No, not, no, 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 no. Not my mom who's like my best. No, no. I mean, lying to people. Lying to her crack-headed, drug addict friends. Got people in the hood. pill heads and drug addicts talking about me. It's crazy. I, when I tell you that was one of the most biggest disappointments to me. Was to find out the truth in such a messy way. Because here... I didn't need to know that my mother was talking. Think about it, y'all. Why did I need to know my mother had been talking about me? Who in their right mind would tell a daughter so much negative stuff that their mother was saying about them? Knowing that me and my mother had such a great relationship and that you you telling me this would ruin that. I th- So family has been one of the most biggest disappointments to me, but... It's another thing that I found out that, um, it's it just, it's just, it's just too much to get into, but family can really, cause they're, they're family. Think about it. It is family. Family is not supposed to let you down. Family is supposed to be there for you, right? Family is supposed to ride for you. Family is supposed to speak highly of you. Family is supposed to have your best interests at heart, right? Family is not supposed to put you or any other loved ones in danger, right? But family would be the main ones to disappoint you sometimes, man. I'm telling you, I'm a big believer of blood doesn't make somebody family, right? It's about the relationships and the loyalty that you build that make people family. And with all the disappointment that I've experienced through life, How do you get over disappointment, right? Let's get into that. How do you get over disappointment? For one, you need to accept the disappointment happens to everyone. So if you have experienced a lot of disappointment in your life where many of you may have different disappointment than I have had. You may have experienced disappointment where you go in for a new job. You never get it. You never got to sit into your dream college. Every, you never got your dream guy. You never got your dream house. Like, everything that you want in life, it never comes through. And you feel like, wow, like, my life is such a disappointment. Or you may be disappointed in yourself or the, based off the decisions that you've made. Know that it's not just you. Everyone battles with disappointment and getting through it. Because it can really eat at you if you don't take control of it and you don't accept it and move on. No one gets through life without disappointment. Some are bigger than others, but everyone experiences. You have to know that you're in good company and just accept the disappointment and learn from it and grow from it. Instead of sitting in your misery... Figure out ways to move past that disappointment, right? This happened to me, so I'm going to do this, 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 this to make sure that this doesn't happen again, right? Own that you were disappointed, but figure out ways to make a promise to yourself that you're going to do the best you can to do better. Do better for you. Do better for you. That's another tip, right? So... Some people have certain ways of getting over things. If you feel like, okay, the best way for you to get over disappointment is just not talking about it. Do what works for you. Maybe getting over disappointment is not associating yourself no more with the people that disappointed you. If that works, hey, it may hurt some people in the end, but guess what you have to do what's best for you. Life is just... Life is just not easy. Life is going to be a test. And each test that life throws at you, you literally have to figure. It's like a puzzle. You have to figure out the next piece to be able to move on to the next. And will it be easy? No. But disappointment, Um. what I experience disappointment very badly, and this is not something I would suggest anybody do is that, pushing things in the back of my, just pushing things away. It's like I have a storage in my brain and I just push this stuff back there. And then it it erupts when I least suspect it. And sometimes I'll break down crying. I remember just driving um, last year, right? Um, I remember just driving and I remember just crying. I, I just bawled out crying. I was me and my daughter was in the car. I just bawled out crying, and I literally put shades on just so my daughter wouldn't see I was crying. It was just randomly. I wouldn't listen to no music. It was a sunny day. We was heading home, and I just bawled out crying, right? And the reason why I do that is because I I had not handled a lot of the disappointment that I've went through, right? I've stored it away, put it in a box, and didn't any right? And then, all of a sudden, I'm crying, right? Normally, it happens to me when I'm in the shower for some reason, but uh, it's not like I'm just at the grocery store. But it, but how do I know that it won't happen, right? It won't happen like that one day. So, um, handle your disappointments. Um, deal with it head on. And don't do what I do and just, you know, store it in the back of your mind because that's just not, that's just not healthy. So, um... So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I I was very open and and stuff like that. And I hope that me being honest like that um, really helped someone else. You know, you may be experienced disappointment with family, friends, relationships, too. And you may have even disappointed yourself. And if you disappointed yourself anyway in life, like how I spoke about, how I felt like I disappointed myself by, you know, not seeing the particular signs and, and putting my daughter in danger, you know, just you know, thinking like, oh no, not not my not my, you know, thinking in that way. Um, don't be too hard on yourself, right? Don't be hard. Don't don't be too hard on yourself, and know that everybody makes mistakes, and you can get past it. Okay, so that is whopping Wednesday for this week, you guys. I thank you guys for tuning in. And I hope you guys enjoyed this very um, real, honest, raw um, episode. You know, I'm going to see you guys on the next Whopping Wednesday episode. Woo woo. Hey, y'all. Just want to say thank you so much for watching the show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to like, comment, Share and of course, hit that subscription button. I am grateful for every view, whether you like me or you don't. And don't forget, I got a podcast too, there are exclusive episodes on that podcast, so don't forget to go check that out as well. They're on Spotify, iTunes, Our Heart Radio, Pandora, baby. I'm everywhere, okay. And follow me on social media. I'm Kayla Got The 411 on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, baby. Like I said, I'm everywhere. Thank you again for watching the show, and I'll see you on the next episode of Kayla Got The 411.